Wow. This is our, like, first, like, extracurricular... We're outside of the season. We're outside of our normal ado. And uh, look at us. Bruce has got his feet up on the couch. You bet. Uh, in his slippers. Ooh, he's a slippers kind of guy. That's me. I'm a slippers kind of guy. Uh, I, I can't stand things being on my feet. And honestly, if I was home, I'd take my socks off. But um, we, uh, we, we gathered here together today to celebrate uh, the ending of season six and the beginning of season seven. Um, this is see the episode sixty point three, sixty point one, sixty point two. Yeah, sixty point one, sixty point two, and then we'll go to sixty one. Yeah, uh, or is it- we got so we got two weeks between us. Uh, Bruce, Bruce, uh, and I were like, you know what? Screw <clears throat> having a vacation between seasons. Let's uh, record uh, some 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 bonus content. Yeah. Uh, we figured we'd come together and talk about cards that, for whatever reason, weren't discussed during the seasons, or we just wanted to talk about, or whatever is on our mind in terms of the health of the format and uh, the health of us. When you first told me about this, I didn't realize we were talking about bonus content. I thought you said bogus content, uh, so I was just going to make stuff up for the next 10 minutes. Yeah, just like uncards. and Yeah. <laughs> uncards and things that i made up um <laughs> yeah i was like you know we 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 have temple's treasures which is great but it's so restrictive toward cards that are rarely played and cards that are old um old in quotation marks because i mean eighth edition came out yeah I mean, how many sim- years ago yeah. right a long time uh, simply put, I mean, Temple's Treasures is there because we want to uh, introduce you to cards you've never heard of. Yeah. So we're intentionally picking cards that are, uh, you know, much much older and are, are a little a little more off the beaten path. So we thought we'd take this opportunity to talk about something that's a little more mainstream. Yeah. Uh, but for this first one, Bruce has brought uh, a very important card to our attention. Uh, it's. It's glorious, uh, and it's not glorious. You could even say divine. It's divine. Um, All right, so the card we're going to talk about, Divine Visitation. I've never heard of this card. I find that hard to believe. Uh, (laughs) Divine Visitation is a five-mana enchantment. It's three white-white. It reads, if one or more creature tokens uh, would be created under your control... That many 4-4 white angel creature tokens with flying and vigilance are created instead. Hmm. When I saw the card initially, mm-hmm. uh, anybody who knows me knows that my, I am a token junkie at heart. I love token creatures. Uh, almost all of my decks have some form of token creature. And the ones that don't, well, they're probably plus and plus one counters. Mm-hmm. Um but Bruce I, is uh, the epitome of Selesnia. I, I kind of am, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that, that's okay. I'll do Simic decks with just plus one, plus one counters. Mm. Uh, any any color pairing, I'll find a way to, to make that. Uh, oh, make yeah, that I guess feature. you even have, what is it? Uh, Grenzo's Gruel? Green, red? Uh, or not yeah. Grenzo, sorry. No. Uh, Buzzbark. The other Buzzbark, goblin. Buzzbark, yeah. Um, and, uh, There's only two goblins. Clad. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. is, he is all about token creatures. Um, but in any event, divine, I saw Divine Visitation, 
and thought the same way that everybody else did. Um, ooh, wouldn't this be cool in a deck that made goblin tokens? Wouldn't this be cool in a deck that made elf tokens? Because now your tiny little tokens become big 4-4 four, four, uh, mm. flying vidge. Uh, they Sarah, become Sarah Angels. You're yeah. getting Sarah Angels. For free. For free. I mean, like, after the first one, it pays for itself. Right. So I started laughing, and uh, the reason I picked this card was because several years ago on Twitter... Um, I started laughing over the number of cards that combine well with Divine Visitation. Mm. And essentially it amounts to just about any card that makes a creature token that's smaller than one of the Sarah Angel tokens this thing makes. Mm -hmm. um, so I started uh, posting one card that works with Divine Visitation every day, or at least five days a week. Um, and I kept that up for, I think, almost a year. And yeah, barely, and, and there were, I didn't even hardly touch the surface of the cards that were available. <laughs> it's funny because since then too, like it's, it's, I think grown faster than even if you had continued. Yeah, uh, I I question whether or not if I kept it up at five <laughs> new car at five cards per week, uh, I don't know that I would have kept up with the current pace, let alone ever actually finished. Yeah. Um, a couple of things that I specifically wanted to talk about with the card. One is it doesn't go with every single token making card. Now, obviously there are some cards that make bigger tokens. You don't want to use it for that. Um, there are other cards where you get a variety of different tokens and you want that variety. Mm -hmm. More importantly, there are a lot of, uh, a lot of decks that revolve around a particular kind of token. So if you've got a handful, if you're running an elf deck mm -hmm. and you're running a lot of elf tokens, you likely have a number of cards that give all of your elves a benefit. Right, or care about the number of elves you already have. Right. With this deck, those elf tokens never even come into existence. They are immediately angel tokens. Woof. Um, so yeah, so there are times when this just misses. Um, when it just, it doesn't make sense. Um, there's a, a few other cards where you get a bonus as long as, you know, according to the number of whatever that token is. Right. Obviously, Divine Visitation doesn't work with that either. So this isn't just straight carte blanche should go in every single token deck that can run white. But there are plenty where it should. Yeah, and, and I would argue too, like, Except for maybe like the elf scenario, like yeah, you're. It's not like you're getting rid of all value. Like you have four four flyers now, right? Um, like they are value in of in and of themselves. Um, because like, sure you're not getting, for example, goblins, um, but you know you've got four fours that can fly, uh, attack and block, right? Um. And that's, I mean, the the amount that I've, the amount that I know that you have in your decks, and the amount that I've seen it, it's not a card that you're going to rely on anyway. No, it isn't. I, realist, I mean, we're talking about Commander <laughs> most of the time. So, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, this is a one of. Yeah. You're not going to build around it. So, uh, you're going to me. This is the. This is the the epitome of the add-on improvement card. You know, it's just going to make it better, but you you shouldn't need it. 
You know, it shouldn't be the essence of your deck to say these sapperlings are going to be a bunch of four four angels. There's a good chance you may not draw the card, but your entire deck is just going to run normally. Yeah. And then periodically this card's going to come up and you're going to go gangbusters. Oh yeah. So, you know, it it's just going to make it way more fun. I mean, especially if there's any sort of, I mean, a lot of I have no idea. I was going to say a lot of token decks use Convoke. I don't know if that's true. Um, if I was to build a token deck, it would have a lot of Convoke. Because I love that mechanic mm -hmm. where you can tap your creatures to help pay for things. Uh, there are, I mean, plenty of, again, maybe I'm just in a 60-card mindset. Yeah. Convoking into, like, March of the Multitudes where you get X... It's like, I think, three of white and green somewhere. I don't know. And then X. Right. Or it's maybe green, white, and X. Uh, where you get X creatures, and it's an instant. And mm -hmm. it's amazing. Um, with this out, you get that many thing uh, angels. Uh, and if you have a way to play it again, then you can use those angels to convoke more. And it's just right. like... And uh, you've mentioned convoke? Yeah. The angels have vigilance. Right. So you can attack... And then convoke in the second main phase. Yeah, and that so you so you're getting the attack, and then the creatures are tapped to get other benefits. Hopefully, they're tapped so that you can play something else that will give more that will put that will give you even more angel tokens. But um, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I think that my love for the color white revolves probably mainly around vigilance. I feel like it's such an underrated. Uh, I mean, underappreciated, really. It's not underrated. People know how good Vigilance is. They just... It's not something that people flock towards when starting to build the deck. And then it's a thing that they forget about by the time they're finishing the deck. It It's actually the second thing I wanted to talk about with Ooh. this is the Vigilance aspect. And, it's, and you're exactly right. Um, simply put, Vigilance isn't flashy. Mm. Vigilance isn't the game ender. Uh, you know, when you give all your creatures trample and a bonus... You know, you're, it, it screams, this game is ending. You know, I'm about to, to, to do my alpha strike and try and finish this right here. Mm -hmm. And it isn't in fact where I'm going to come out of nowhere and just blast in. <laughs> vigilance is vigilance. And I really believe it gets a big reason it's underappreciated is because we see so much one-on-one -on -one play where vigilance just doesn't get the same, uh, the same respect as it, as mm. it does elsewise. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, if you are, like, the amount of times that games have stalled out in terms of combat is just innumerable. Like, it's the amount, like, the amount of frustration I've ever had in a game because people aren't attacking. Vigilance solves that because, like, the thing that they're worried about is being attacked back. And if you are, if your attackers can block, then why not? Right. attack like right and especially if your attackers happen to be four four flyers with vigilance <laughs> yeah uh, that tends to be some of the biggest stuff in the air yeah so they're much less likely to get destroyed by a blocking creature your opponents are going to have to use removal and who doesn't love watching their opponents burn removal on a token creature yeah it's so good especially when you can like the, like if you still have divine visitation out yeah so easy to get an angel back oh yeah um it's beautiful 
And I think like it really goes, I mean, I think vigilance really exemplifies uh, my, uh, this sounds pretentious, but philosophy behind playing magic where it's like, like, I mean, you know, we, we say it so many times of just like, we don't like to play optimally. We just like to have fun, whatever. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like my, the, my biggest thing is being able to play. Um, and, uh, with that as well is like this idea that like combat is much more important than people give it credit for. Uh, it is the easiest way to end a game is combat. And not being able to attack makes it makes your turns feel less important, right? And makes you have less fun playing the game, right? Uh, and so, like having vigilance on any given creature just incentivizes you to attack. And it's funny because throughout editing this past season the amount of times that I've brought up like, oh, I like this card because it incentivizes people to attack has been so wonderful to hear because I'm starting to realize like, oh, I need to just put these in my decks more of like, I need reasons to attack beyond just attacking. Um, and if the cards are pushing that, especially with Vigilance, right? Um, it's, it's, it's excellent because it, it is this unoptimized but still play worthy ability right um i love it yeah so yeah visitation divine visitation uh we'll be back next week with a with a my card uh which is just as unoptimized and temple of the false (laughs) potty temple of the false potty uh potty temple of false potty there we go that's our new name uh just take a big old dump uh, in the Temple of the False Potty. Uh, let's cut to the next one. <laughs> see, see you next week. Wait, wait. Before you go, I uh, just wanted to say thank you for listening. You can reach out to us via email at falsepodmtg at gmail.com or on Twitter at falsepodmtg. Bruce is at Mana Burned, and I'm at Andy Weekend, though you'll definitely notice I use the podcast Twitter far more often. Now that we've got you here, make sure you subscribe, like, rate us on uh, whatever podcast platform you use. It helps us out. It gets us more reach. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Uh, like a video there. Leave some comments for more casual enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with some more timeless discussions about all things casual. So come hang out, and may your fit land be the temple. Bye-bye. Should I do my best, Bruce? Bye!